Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Inside Out Podcast. I'm I'm pretty sure this is episode 14. I was mistaken earlier. Time just flies when you're having fun, so this is episode 14. Brent is with me as always. Brent, how are you doing on this fine afternoon? I'm doing very well, thank you. The sun is out, and we've been getting work done this week, so that's excellent. And um, But I, I'm staring at a picture of... My actual um, screensaver, is that what you call that yep. on your computer? A, yeah. And I'm wallpaper. staring at this picture. Yeah, your wallpaper. That's what I was thinking of a couple of tents. One of them's mine, one of them's my <laughs> brother's. And we are on the side of Mount Baker a couple of weeks ago. And we were, we were out there just in the wilderness, loving that scene. And, um, and, and I'm looking at my tent and realizing I had, I had to text my mom. Uh, and let her know that my tent does not, the seams on it are no longer waterproof. I've had it for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, it's an REI tent, but it's, I text her because she works for REI. And so, uh, and so I can know when the sales are and that sort of stuff. Yep. And uh, so I text her and I said, mom, do not retire until I get a new tent. <laughs> and so, um, but I was wondering, like, so we're out in the wilderness and, and a couple of weeks before that, I was just by myself. I just hiked up into the wilderness by myself and mm-hmm. threw my tent down in, in the middle of the woods. And that was a lot of fun as well. Um, but I'm just wondering, does that have any appeal to you at all? First of all, let me say how funny it is that you segued right into hunting because I, I, I was did going not there. went, I did not mention hunting one single, I purposefully avoid no saying I was podcast hunting. like was mistaking you for just going on a hike, which I mean, you actually do quite a bit for scouting to, tra- and to train for hunting. What, yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. but um, I didn't even mention that it does, but I'd have to have some like some experience first. I don't like not being good at things. Hmm. And I'm not good at shooting things, so. But see, this is not what I asked you. I did not say, does it appeal to you to go out and shoot things? I said, I'm talking about my tent and being out in the wilderness and, you know, just like, is that appealing to you? Because you don't actually, you do have experience putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So if you do that on a mountain, you just go uphill. And so it's all good. I would totally do that. Yeah. So there you go. So you have a, that has some appeal to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just think it's funny that we're getting into this time of year, and I it's end of August, right? And so the other morning I woke up and it, there was it was kind of a, a bite in the air. It was I know it. Cold. It's so exciting. And I just got I just imagined like I just imagined you just just sitting up in bed, just just all like like when a dog hears the sound of food hitting the bowl, like they just stop <laughs> everything they're doing. That's what I imagined that morning is is. Mm. You were like, fall's here. It's, it's, it's getting, it, it is definitely getting, starting to feel like fall. And these morning, these crispy mornings are so nice. E- even if you're like, I don't know, even if you're not a hunter and you don't care about the fall uh, activities, it's just such a great time of year because it's beautiful and warm during the day. But those crisp mornings, like literally this morning, I usually get up about five, maybe five thirty. And uh, so this time of year, the sun's not up yet, but it, you can see it's coming. It's kind of getting there. So mm-hmm. there's a bare, just a little bit of light. And from my, my home study, I can look out to the east for, uh, in those windows and I can see Cultus Mountain and mm-hmm. uh, the, the valley, you know, that the river runs 
uh, down yep. and that's where the mountain, uh, that's where the sun's kind of coming up. And I just sat there and, you know, I had my first cup of coffee and I just, said, man, I just t- told the Lord, it is so beautiful out here. Yeah. And so it just really great. It's a great time of year for lots of reasons. Um, but that's, that's one of them. Yeah. Well, um, another reason this time of year is fantastic is because we just finished with our foster church weekend, which Interesting. Th- interestingly enough, would not have come about if it wouldn't have been for the the coronavirus. Isn't that like obviously we would have still done these things, but the fact that they were kind of all took place together uh, is is a result of us having to cancel and reschedule some some events. And we decided let's make a whole weekend out of it. And we're going to recap Foster Church Weekend uh, this Sunday. You're going to hear plenty more about it and tell some stories. But I was I was just thinking how interesting. Uh, it was as I was kind of reflecting on the weekend when I first moved back here in 2018 uh, back to the valley I thought man it would be so cool to do some sort of event where we we gave away shoes to to kids and I thought um, somebody who uh, I have a lot of shoes this is I guess you consider it a hobby and I go man it's only serving myself and I wanted to look for ways where um, I could kind of kind of uh, look outward <laughs> beyond myself with that specific thing. And so um, I was thinking about it and just kind of mulling it over. And then 18 months ago, we introduced um, the idea of a foster church. And I just thought, man, this would be a really interesting idea. And so at the beginning of this year, I mentioned it to Danny Needham, our foster uh, church team lead, who's on the show a couple weeks ago, about what's the what's the need for this? Would this be a good idea? Is this just something that I'm kind of making up and she said yeah that's a awesome idea I'll bring it up to the team and so uh, the the event itself kind of started to take place and as I as you got together with the church um, and the team of people who are in leadership here it started to get some legs we got we have some connections with Evergreen Beauty College and so all of a sudden they're on board and we're not just giving out shoes we're giving out backpacks and and free haircuts and I was just thinking back on the weekend of of how incredible the Lord is when when the church gets together and they each have unique talents and passions, we bring those to the table and they can be used to glorify him and um, to make an impact on our community. And it was just so cool to see all of that come together. And that's just one tiny area where that's happened. I know we could cite so many other examples. And so, again, we're going to recap the weekend and you're going to hear stories this Sunday uh, but for those of you who are listening who were involved in a foster church weekend, however uh, it, it looked like, so whether you're here serving on Friday, maybe you donated backpacks, uh, maybe you were part of the, the cleanup team, however you served, thank you so much for being a part of that weekend, and we are so glad that we get to be a foster church together. Twenty twenty, uh, Brent has been a, a little different. It's something we've brought up numerous times on this specific podcast, and one of the ways it's really challenged uh, those who are in pastoral ministry and in other forms of leadership is the way that it's uh, caused you to plan. Um, so, why don't you give us a little insight into what that process has been like? for City Point Church um, as we look toward the end of 2020 and beyond. 
Yes. Well, typically uh, we try uh, to be diligent in our planning, obviously prayerful and um, thoughtful, looking forward. And so we typically will uh, work through a process as a staff and then our elders involved in it as well, where we will um, revisit our vision. Like what did, what do we believe God is calling us to do to accomplish and um, and we know that that um, you know the church, uh, by and large, we know that 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 we're supposed to work together to. I mean, in the very biggest picture, to bring glory to bring glory to God. But um, but we know that God wants to grow His family, and so that's how we say it that that we are here to to be a part of what God is doing in in growing His family. And so we talk about living the gospel with those inside the family, bringing the gospel to those outside the family. And uh, so we go through this process where we revisit our vision, our strategies, our values. And then, um, and then I lead the staff, each person, myself included, we work through um, looking through our, our portfolios, what are our areas of responsibility and how they um, and how they relate to the vision and strategies, and then everybody get everybody has uh, kind of the the uh, task to um, outline what their objectives are for the year and when they're going to strive to accomplish those things. And so, of course, we did that in 2020, and um, and we would plan to do something like that in 2021 um, after getting the uh, the yearly objectives in place, then we work toward the financial plan. So you work on the calendar, um, uh, you know, what you want to try to accomplish, and then you figure out how you're going to pay for it. And so, but it's all driven from the vision. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the approach that we use. Uh, but I've just been, uh, yeah, I was thinking about this uh, just recently and thinking, okay, this is about the time of year, usually late August, when I start thinking through and then, and then putting together the process for us to work through and you know with the the calendar or the the situation being what it is in 2020 we're not even sure what we're going to be able to do what kind of what kind of things can we um what's going to open up in society in our community mm-hmm. so i don't know it's just kind of a weird time um how do we you know been, been thinking about how do we go about planning 2021 uh, i I definitely don't want to fly by the seat of our pants, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a internal dilemma for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. And the the thing is, is if we, on December 31st at 1159, if we let it go to the next year, then we're admitting that 2020 won. <laughs> nice. That's real good. I couldn't resist. If you all didn't it. catch that, you might want to back it up for like 15 seconds. <laughs> So we've got some things happening that are, again, in spite of, of what is happening uh, in our world, uh, there's things that are still happening. We've got some great things taking place as far as new buildings. Um, so what is that going to look like uh, moving forward? Well, we've talked about that recently, kind of put a timeline together. But as I look at thinking about the planning process of 2021, so we will be, the, 2021 will be year two of what we've called the Roaring Twenties. And so this 10-year block of time, 
that and then what what we're believing God for mm-hmm. in that in those ten years. And this is going to be year two. And of course, you know, the whole thing, uh, at least from our from our perspective or initial take, is the whole thing kind of got hijacked with <laughs> COVID nineteen. But we haven't we we never did. We shifted gears, but we didn't shift into neutral. And I think that's a key um, for uh, for people to know. And I think everybody that's a part of City Point Church recognizes that we didn't. We, we instantly pivoted to um, providing a much better online experience and doing what we can in person. And, you know, even like what we just talked about, the Foster Church Weekend, we had to do that differently than we would have if it wasn't COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But... I, I, I know that there was one of the one of the guests that we had this last Sunday, I, and I can't remember who what which one of them said this, but I felt like man, it was a real compliment to the church, in that they said, "Hey, great job doing something like this in the midst of the pandemic mm-hmm. that we're experiencing, because you have a built-in excuse to not do it." And right. um, in other words, it's, it's easy to say, well, we're in this, it would be harder, it's more work, it's whatever. And so, and so we have a built-in excuse to just go, now we're going to just kind of tread water. And, uh, but we're not willing to do that. We're not willing to tread water. We're not willing to be in neutral. We have to shift gears and do things differently. But as I think about a new year going into 2021 and the planning process of that, like how do we how do we plan? How do we plan for ministry? How do we fund ministry? Um, we, we're, it's just kind of a kind of a little bit feels a little bit like a shot in the dark right now. As I said, it'll be year two of our roaring twenties, um, and then also it's going to be year one of our fundraising for our new facility. The design of that is coming together. We got a team of people that are that are working through that. I think we're on like draft. 4.0 right now, something like that. And it's like really exciting. I'm getting really excited to show this to the congregation. Um, thinking about our preaching schedule for 2021, I know that we want to do a stewardship series. I know that we want to do, I've been working on um, a series um, that we're, uh, we're going to be talking about identity, human identity. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so much in our society right now with regard to um, sexuality and gender, gender fluidity, gender dysphoria, marriage, all of those sorts of things are a ma- major topics in our in our society. And so I'm, I want to do a, a really kind of a comprehensive view uh, or a comprehensive series on a biblical view of those things. So I've been reading books and preparing for that, thinking through that. And so I'm excited about that. And then, of course, I'm sure... I say this tentatively, but I'm sure we will get back into Matthew's gospel at some point. We're going to end. Um, so we're getting ready to start our, our newest sub-series in Matthew's gospel the week after this. So the first week in September. Um, and that's called The Mysteries of the Kingdom. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really about the parables that Jesus taught in Matthew 13. And then from there, starting in October, we're going to the next sub-series is Matthew 14 and 15. And we're calling that Famous. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Jesus' fame is really kind of swelling there, but it's but there's a twist to it. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. But that but that leads us all, all the way up to basically Advent, and we will you know have a Christmas series and such. So we're pushing pause on the Gospel of Matthew toward the end of 2020 at the end of chapter 15. So we're a little ways, a little more than halfway through it at that point. And then at some point we're going to pick that back up 
and I just, I know that'll be, I'm sure it'll be somewhere in 2021, but not sure exactly when, but yeah, there's just so much that, that is uh, kind of up in the air. And I wouldn't expect to have the whole year planned out at this point in the year, but it does feel a little more tentative than I'd like yeah. it to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's, it's so interesting that we, we say a lot, you know, God is faithful and, and, and it's used commonly and sometimes it's allowed to be a little cliche among people at least but but if you when you stop and look at it you're reminded of of just the incredible truth that is that it's entirely not a, a cliche at all i i remember uh our our roaring 20s uh, when we introduced that to the church we closed the building 2 weeks later and you're thinking oh <laughs> just Way to go from 60 to zero in about two seconds. That was what I, my feeling. Mm -hmm. And we had made some, some pretty faith filled, um, um, commitments as far as what we were going to strive for. And I remember foster church being one of those things and, and going, man, I remember that meeting when we all got together and went, okay, how many other churches would we like to see become foster churches in the next 10 years? And we said 30 and instantly inside of me, I just went, okay, so three a year. That's, that's insane to me. And then everything screeches to a halt and you go, all right, Lord, like what's happening in the midst of this? And then you get some incredible momentum here in the past. I mean, this is this ministry has been happening for for 18 months now, but then you just get this incredible momentum over the past month or so. And and you're going, man, like we could have 30 foster churches six months from now. And and it's to me, it's one of those moments where you have to remind yourself, all right. God is truly faithful, and and we partner uh, with Him in the work that He is doing, and we have the privilege um, to be a part of it. And so, um, that's just for me. I'm going, man. We 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 didn't say, hey, um, God, we're doing this work, and and we'd like for you to come bless it. Like we went, all right, God, what are you doing, and how can we partner with you in uh, your mission? And so, so it's it's going to be. Uh, if this is how 2020 is gone, there's a lot of jokes and memes about 2020 that we could probably share and talk about about how how poor how poor everything is has been. And but we just go, man, got through it all. God has been faithful, and I I feel like I don't even want to say this, but for the next 10 years, it can only get better from here, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, I, I guess that's true. But we're six months into this now. And I would just, and it is difficult to, to it, you know, I think all of us at a certain level are fighting discouragement, um, at least off and on. Um, but, you know, we don't, we don't know what life's, what, what, what's going to happen in life. We don't know what's coming next. We never did know. Mm -hmm. Nobody saw this coming, at least, um, at least most people didn't, I guess maybe I, th I think some people that are really highly speculative conspiracy theorists, they, they think that uh, some people saw it coming because they created it, but I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't even have said that, but okay, nonetheless. Um, but here's what I, I think. Maybe we could end with this thought, Michael, that, that y yes, it is a very trying time. I mean, I'm, my heart is heavy for parents who are now having their children do learning from home instead of in person on their school campuses throughout all of the public schools. That that weighs heavy on my 
heart and mind and um and so but so i know that and i know that that there's a lot of uncertainty in in the economy and we've got the coming election and there's lots of volatility in there there's still all sorts of unrest in our inner cities and all of that um but you know our god just like you said our god is faithful that's not a cliche i think we got to be really careful to stay focused on the the big picture of the goodness of God and the sovereignty of God in life and whatever comes we know that he is with us mm-hmm. to the very end of the age that he's given us a hope that is beyond this world and and we can't lose sight of that we have yeah. to maintain our perspective as the people of God and so I'm 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 just want to I want to pray for and encourage City Point Church to and the family that is City Point Church to just to to hold steady and to encourage one another and continue to trust God and and not give way to all the negativity and the discouragement and um, and find things to be thankful for and um, and take life for whatever it is right now take it and make the best of it make the most of it in service to the Lord.